And if I want you, and I want you, babe, we're moving backwards, and, and that's some space. Cause space is just the way can someone loves you just in my two. Close. Ah. Just so close. Want you close? Space is just the word that made up someone who can tell the truth. Coming up on episode 26 of Above the Fold podcast, introverts. People don't like them, but some people do. When you're an introvert, the struggle is real. How do you meet people? And how do you go to parties? That and more on Above the Fold podcast. Welcome to Above the Fold Podcast, episode 26, Meeting People, and How to Meet People, and What It's Like. I'm Josh Larson. I am Bree Larson. Hey, we've been away for a while from the podcast game. Um, a lot of stuff has happened since then. I don't even remember the last time we talked to you. But people have been asking when the podcast would be coming back, and I said, very soon, very soon. It's a Thursday night. It is raining outside. We are in Waukee, Iowa. We haven't moved yet, that's for sure, folks. But we had a wasp outside the door, and Josh, uh, you don't like wasps at all. I don't. And so you thought for a second we might have to move. Yes, uh, we had a wreath hanging on the front door, and... I noticed uh, over the course of a couple of weeks, whenever you'd open the door, it seems like wasps would kind of swoop in and you know, it wasn't really related. And then one day I just realized that uh, when Bree opened and shut the door, all of a sudden like three wasps flew out. So I said, hey, there's probably a nest there. By golly, there sure was. So we went out and bought some Raid, uh, Raid aerosol uh, I bought it at wasp Walgreens. killer. And uh, I stood about 20 feet back, sprayed that puppy really good. Like the whole front of the house now has raid all over it. Um, I believe we did kill uh, one wasp. The other did get away. And whoever was a baby in the nest is, is gone as well. Uh, and uh, the wreath is not being used anymore. It's been decommissioned for the time being. <laughs> um, we do have another wreath up, though. I think it's kind of inviting trouble for us. Yeah, it could be. But this one doesn't have fake flowers on it. It's just made of, like, sack material, or what do you call that? Mm -hmm. 
what you put your potatoes in. Uh, yeah, burlap. Um, yeah, burlap, burlap sack material. So mm-hmm. the other one had that on there too, though. We probably will have five more wasps try and come inside. So, mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah. So it's just my worst enemy, and then so far it's just the worst part about owning a house. But uh, we're talking today about stuff we're doing outside of the home. Um, what else have we done recently? Well. That's a good question. Last night we were in Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah. We have um, unofficially set our own Bree plus Josh Sea Comedians tour. I just started uh, posting photos on Instagram about it, guys. Do you have a so, hashtag? Uh, no. That's I didn't kind of decide a long to hashtag. do <laughs> um, Traditions, that's the hashtag. But we have been deciding to go and do things because... We watch a lot of TV. We do know a lot about the TV, but we need to know about other things. So, um, but we found some comedians that we wanted to see, and so we've created our own little tour. Last night, like Josh said, we were in Omaha to see Louis C.K. Yep, and on Good. Sunday night, we were in here in Des Moines, Wells Fargo. Mm-hmm. We saw Jim Gaffigan. So two, two comedians down. Uh, next up will be... Tignataro. Tignataro and friends. So we'll see who, what friends she brings to Largo in LA on the uh, 2nd of September. Mm-hmm. And then we'll come back and Jerry Seinfeld is performing here in Des Moines sometime yeah. in September. Yeah, on the 9th. So we have, we have activities lined up, everyone. So I we promise. are doing things. Yes. And it's important to go and do things. Mm-hmm. Um, but today a little bit this episode we'll talk about meeting people because again if you remember our new year's resolutions we said we both want to make two friends i I think at least i know i said i want to make two friends this year and it's not like weird it's just like put yourself out there and meet new people but we struggle with that guys we're going to be honest we certainly do i think we always have um brie and i are both introverted people and we were always that way all throughout school and all that stuff. Um, I particularly have struggled with this this year because I left my job here in Des Moines where I had like 20 pretty close friends and uh, have been working remotely. So it's been very difficult to make work friends from afar, afar from abroad. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been a struggle. I didn't realize how much of my social life uh, was uh, intersected with my previous job. So uh, it's been tough building a new network of friends, and it's just more noticeable now when we uh, have weekends where we're like, what should we do? Mm-hmm. So, so, so yeah, well, in a bit we'll just talk more about what we're doing, what ideas we have, and what we struggle with. And you may find one or two things that you agree with. And the when we want you to agree, <laughs> we're not alone. You're not alone. But more importantly, we're not alone. Do you want to be our friend? Okay. That's enough of that. But anyway, so um, comedians we're seeing. So we saw Jim Gaffigan at Wells Fargo. And he's kind of like the first comedian that got me into comedians in general. I just remember... Um, listening to his album Beyond the Pale and actually I bought the whole thing on iTunes back when that was going on and listened to the whole, te- whole thing many times 
um and he's just he's the type of comedian that you know he's 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 a very family friendly almost comedian um he talks a lot about um his weight and his love of food um surprisingly a big portion of his set was discussing the seasons and weather especially from a midwesterner's standpoint because when it's winter we we you know we talk about summer like it's somebody that died and it's just we miss summer so much um which yeah i th- i found that funny because we're always we're always complaining about the season we're in um and wanting to get to the next one and but hey we we just have things to look forward to yeah um, uh he grew up in indiana didn't he uh i don't remember okay it was a midwest town so i thought that was interesting and he definitely i mean it's it's always interesting seeing these comedians in person because i've seen a lot of their stand-up specials some usually a stand-up special is taped in like a smaller auditorium uh after they've really worked on their show um their hour-long special and uh thinking about how they have just come and done the same exact material the night before i always wonder like oh did he uh, keep all these Midwestern references in there. Um, did yeah. did like yeah? Does he change it up from town to town? And like, does he have to like actively think about? Oh, I'm in Des Moines tonight. I should say, um, Zombie Burger, um, Des Moines, that sort of stuff. Yeah, I feel like they they do. They have to plan ahead for that because they're like, what audience would want a show that's tailored to somebody who you know, lives on the East Coast or something, and then there's references that none of the people get or anything like that. You know, it just makes you happier, I think, as an audience member when they make those kinds of references. Um, But he had one guy open for him, and that guy, I don't remember what his name was, but he was pretty funny. Um, Yeah. And then um, we saw Louis C.K. last night. Yep in omaha and he had three openers um one of them was joe Mackey, and he uh, was on last comic standing and i i really didn't watch the season when he was on but he always like references the crowd is like hey gang blah 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 um so and i thought i feel like he's probably just like this really smart person just his jokes were very much joke punchline joke punchline but it was almost like historical references in the jokes. Most things I, I didn't really, you know, recognize the things he was referencing, but they all kind of had a funny punchline to go with them. So I feel like he's some kind of just hidden genius, but he's, he's kind of, I don't know, he just has like a certain delivery. Yep. Uh, and then the next woman um, who opened for him uh, was Rachel Rachel Feinstein. And she opened for, um, she was in the uh, tour that we saw last summer in Kansas, uh, Kansas City, City mm-hmm. the Oddball Comedy Festival. And then did she open for Amy Schumer again in mm-hmm. Iowa City when yeah. you went recently? Uh, yeah, she was pretty funny. And she always just does just a whole slew of sex and uh, female uh, anatomy jokes. Right oh, up my alley. Right up Bree's alley. Literally. I, I chucked, chuckled quite a bit. Uh, and then Louis C.K. came on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Louis C.K., he's really gotten popular the last five years, uh, really known for his like pessimistic dad uh, outlook on life, you know. Um, this is the first show that I've seen him 
not wear just a black t-shirt and jeans on stage he came out on like a very in very a very nice suit mm-hmm. which i thought was surprising yeah he's putting more like emphasis on things he's doing i guess taking things more seriously or i don't know what his his line about that was why he was dressing up more but it was kind of like okay yeah like, it definitely it definitely does like affect the way that you view the person i i, I was actually um distracted a lot by the way he was dressed uh, which surprised me myself that I was that I was distracted by that, but uh, he did a good job. It was a very long set um, that he, you know, talked about the Louis C.K. stuff, pretty graphic material, mm-hmm. uh, but it was good. My sister Abby, shout out Abby, text me if you're listening to this right now. <laughs> um, I saw Louis C.K. in Chicago. He's been all over the United States of America. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, so next we're going to go to L.A. We're going somewhere together. We're going to L.A. And um, we'll see Tig there. Uh, it's just a coincidence that, like, the weekend we're going, she's performing. And I think it's a call from the heavens from myself because she's my favorite. And, I mean, goodness, I just hope I can hold it the overflowing pee and laughter that's going to come out of my body. So I'm very excited to see her. We saw her at Iowa State, and I had a sore throat the next day from laughing so deeply in my throat. I, I tend to snort sometimes, all the times, when I laugh. So and I don't know what else. We're, we'll see other comedians there, too. You guys are just going to have to listen to the next episode of this thing we're doing because we'll, we'll tell you what happened, and you'll just walk away knowing exactly what happened. Probably your That's favorite part of the show, yeah. Um, but, hey, so we're seeing comedians. We're doing things. When we come back from this break, we're going to talk to you about other things we're doing and then meeting people. Good evening, I'm Greta Groundstone, here with your last peepee of the night report, here on Wakaynews! The Greta Groundstone last peepee of the night report is a proud sponsor of the Above the Fold podcast. You're listening to this podcast right now, and my report is a sponsor. Tune in every night. For the last baby of the Not Report here on Wakaynews! Welcome back to Above the Fold Podcast. We're here with Brianne and Josh Larson. Uh, I thought Luna, and I know, she she went through a mild depression, I feel like. Um, ever since we came from back from Minneapolis, we went there over the 4th of July, she was just acting distant and she was uninterested in going for a walk and I would come home and she'd just be napping on our bed and it was like you know just a moody teenager almost except not moody just like I'm just back here by myself because I want to be back here by myself and I don't really want to be with you right now I'm just gonna be by myself for a bit so I diagnosed her with uh, a brief stint of depression of which I was concerned, was thinking about taking her into the vet. And then as of like a week ago, she's back at herself. She's a spunky little baby dog again. So Yeah, you can really tell when she's feeling better because she's out barking at the neighbors or at the neighbor's neighbors or at some random people walking across the field in a pond. 
Uh, mm. Basically, barking is a good indicator that a dog is feeling okay. But yeah, I was a little concerned at first, you know, but I'm glad that she she's snapped out of it. Mm-hmm. That just goes to show you dogs, they can have the issues too, even when everything seems to be okay. And it's like, hey, it's okay. We're going to go for a walk and it's going to be fun. So that's Luna. Mm-hmm. You also got her a calming jacket. So this is a, uh, if you've ever seen a someone wrap their leg after it's been sprained or putting some ice on the shoulder during a football game, uh, this is a jacket that you wrap around a dog and it makes them feel like they're being hugged very tightly by a mother. Mm-hmm. So this is something Luna is wearing. Uh, Bree likes to put it on her. Luna does not really like it. She um, liked it at first. Well, that's what you say. Um, well, you weren't here. Well, I know that, so I'm so. taking you for your word on that, and and you don't talk to dogs very well. Me, on the other hand, I text with them. So uh, sometimes we try to put it on her when it is thundering out, because that's when she gets scared, as do many dogs. But um, yeah, I think generally she's happier without it. Uh, you never know, though. It was a a factor of us thinking she was in a in a in a spunk. Well. Yeah, she seemed to be very anxious about nothing all mm-hmm. the time. So, I don't know. You try what you try. She likes peanut butter in the Kong. So. Yeah. Uh, Kong is a little who doesn't wanna lick um, it red. Imagine like a beehive-shaped thing with a little rib sort of edges on it. Um, and it is a hollow center with two holes on the end. Um, that's a Kong. I didn't know what a Kong was until... Uh, someone gave it a name and so you put peanut butter in that and the dog then just uh, goes crazy trying to get the peanut butter out the rest of the night mm-hmm. yeah it's a thing mm-hmm. um Bree's also building a log cabin yeah i just you know wanted a little hobby so i ordered this miniature log cabin and i've been putting it together uh the reviews online said oh it takes took me like a couple hours to put this together not a big deal. Um, the instructions could have been a little clearer. For me, it's been several weeks of just brief stints of working on it. And uh, here's the thing. It came with all the logs, all long logs that I had to cut individually. I had to measure and cut each log to glue on this log cabin. I had to buy a small saw to do this. The small saw is not sharp anymore. I used it so vigorously to cut these logs. Um, I almost got blisties on my hands from sawing. And now I'm gluing the shingles on and it's not going well. They're not sticking as well as I would like them to. Probably I should just tilt the thing backwards so it's like flat and they can just glue flat rather than be in a slant and they're like falling down. This is a good sized log cabin. It's 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 uh, it'll fill up a table if you set it on a kitchen table. We planned table. to shoot some claymation inside of it and mm-hmm. do like a ten second video. Yeah, so you'll see something coming up here. But I mean, I had to. I mean, I nailed the roof down. The actual like boards for the roof. I I put nails through that thing, and you're not even you're not even supposed to have any nails, guys, girls. So. But I'm my plan is to start building these miniature log cabins and sell them from two fifty each. So if you're in if you need one, let me know. It's two hundred and fifty dollars. Custom homemade log cabin from Bree. Cool. Okay. Yeah, you can go on 
on tour with those. Yep. That's, that's the, that's the plan. Mm -hmm. All right. So back to our main topic, which we've just kind of done a hurdle around, um, meeting people and you had a good idea to meet the guys, um, of the, of the neighborhood here. You, you bought a flag football set. So yeah. So, uh, I was going to a, our, our company retreat in Chicago with my coworker, Brian. And I think he mentioned this and it's probably where I got the idea. Uh, but he, his neighbors have a flag football thing. And I was like, why don't we do that? And I bet flag football sets are easy to come by. And just, there's a park a block away called Grant Park here in Waukee. And so um, I ordered some uh, a set on Amazon for like 17 bucks and a football since I didn't have one here with me. Um, and yeah, and basically the, the struggle has been trying to get people aware of this thing. And I just reckoned on doing it at Sunday at 3 p.m. or something and, and telling people, uh, but I've only told one person, thought about printing off flyers and placing them on all the doors, but that felt a little old-fashioned and, and just would have to get the courage up to go and walk and set it on everyone's door. That's nerve-wracking to a person like me. Probably not you listening to this, but for me, yeah, it is. Uh, and then today, Bree posted in the uh, Ladies of Parkview Crossing private Facebook group, <laughs> Women Only, that uh, I was looking to organize this thing and that the first one was going to be Sunday. So uh, we'll see. We have one like so far, mm-hmm. which means if, if he shows up, then by golly, that's uh, it's possible to just play catch. Um, so hopefully we'll have more. And I have, uh, uh, I think, 10, 10 flags of each color, or maybe five flags of each color. I'm not sure. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how many flags there are. Yes. This Sunday at 3 p.m., Grant, uh-huh. Grant Park. Grant Park. So, but even, so we, we find that it's hard to meet people, but then we say, well, okay, we can't just meet people by sitting at home. We have to get ourselves out there. And so we've recognized that we have to be the people to create the events and things around what we're doing. And we have to be the planners of the activities and those kinds of things. Yeah, it's surprising to me how much we... I, I don't know if this is for everybody, but how much you just have to end up being an event planner for your own social life. Um, you get invited to a lot of stuff, and 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 it, you're supposed to go to that stuff and then invite people to stuff of your own. Um, so the thing that we're bad at is inviting people to stuff of our own because we don't typically do that. We're introverted people, and we're not like big into throwing big parties. So it's very easy for us to seem like people who. Uh, don't reciprocate and that's mm-hmm. that's a worry of mine yeah uh so where it's it's uh it's a good thing to to be proactive and, and invite people to things but it's also um another you know uh, yet another thing to like oh man i need to plan all these details for this thing mm-hmm. so yeah it takes a lot of work to figure all that kind but of it stuff can be out. simple like a flag football thing where it's mm-hmm. just like okay this week this time just show up so mm-hmm. um yeah it's it's also noticeable then too if, if like you've invited folks to um hang out with you and and like they never reciprocate so um and it's just like oh i'm not gonna reach out to this person again to hang out because now like what if they don't want to anymore oh like uh, if someone invites you to something but you don't go or no what, like if we say hey let's go get lunch with these people oh and then, and then like follow through well and then you go and then like they never like 
reach out uh, later. It's like, hey, let's hang out again. Because you don't want to, my big fear is being that person who keeps inviting somebody to something. And I'm sure it's kind of an irrational fear because that's very rare to happen. And you would obviously know if, if you weren't, you know, welcome to be inviting someone or someone didn't want to hang out with you. Um, but just have to battle that fear in my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, man, I don't know what else to talk about now. Um, one big thing that uh, has been very helpful for me, which is not something I'm doing, but if I'm in a new group of people, uh, the what I like to call the come sit with us people, <laughs> and so I explained this theory to Bree, and it was really evident when I was at my um, company retreat. Uh, well, there's 120 people there, and um, it's 120 people who, most of whom, like they work remotely, and they don't get to see each other either because they are not in the office every day, or because they work in different offices in New York or DC, or because they're remote. And so, being in one of the 30 new people this year. Um, it felt a little like the odd one out because they all knew each other and they're catching up. Um, so it's very difficult for a person like me to be like standing in an environment. I'm all of a sudden I'm super anxious and self-conscious and trying to, um, like meet people I haven't met yet. Um, and so the, the saving grace is when someone sees me standing there alone or someone I'm, I'm standing near and makes eye contact and smiles and say, Hey, I'm blah, blah, blah. I'm introduce themselves or, Hey Josh, come sit with us or come, come hang out with us. Those are the come sit with us people. And Mm -hmm. I really love those people. Yeah. Those people are the nicest. Yeah. And I, I can think back to college. I have like so many college friends who are like that. And then, um, once I'm integrated in a group and I'm sitting with the people, then I can re- branch out and be friends with the people I wouldn't normally walk up to and, and introduce myself to. And then, you know, then I'm I'm good. Like, I'm not worried about being introverted and, and not having friends, but it always takes that kind of initial introduction into a group. Um, so having those people uh, looking out for me has helped me since, you know, high school, I think. Yeah, I feel like I'm actually far less introverted than I was in high school mm-hmm. and I feel like I'm still introverted today yeah well I, I think... was just 10 times more quiet people say Brie is she is so quiet mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's true well I think it's a skill that you learn too is you learn how to have conversations and it's not easy it's it's difficult talking to people and knowing how to talk to people mm-hmm. something that I mean I think me and my sisters were all pretty quiet too. And my, I know my mom and dad were too. So it's like, it's not like I was born and raised to be a loud and rambunctious kid. Um, and learning to have conversations and meet people is a skill. Um, yeah. So we're in our, we're both 27 and we're still working on it, obviously. Yeah. I'm always um, very, not envious, but I'm just, I look up to people that can, like go and just have a conversation or introduce themselves and you know that they've had to work to get to that point but I mean I've always looked at like my mom or my older brother like they are the two people in my family that I'm like they could go up to anybody and just start they could just have a conversation and would have all these questions they would think of to ask this person right away Mm-hmm. I think what's funny is like I feel like I could be that person too, but I have to be like feel like I'm a member of the group first. Like I remember like by the time I was a junior and senior and I was in activities and clubs, at, at social events I wouldn't feel 
scared at all to just go up and introduce myself to people because like I was confident. I think it might be a lack of confidence in addition to just introversion and and um, anxious anxiety. Yeah, well, I mean, like you said, feeling like you're part of the group or just common in- interests or com- similarities with people. Like I know with where we live right now, everybody is married and likely has a, a child or a couple kids, and we are childless. We We don't have kids yet, and so I think we both are... And we see people outside with their kids and we're like, we don't have a kid that we can just like push in front and say, meet this little kid. And yeah, look how cute our kid is. And your kids are cute too. And our kids should play with each other or something like that. Like we lack that, but we almost hold that as like the barrier for us to go and meet them when who knows? I don't, these people probably don't even look at it like that, but I think a, a child would probably make it easier mm-hmm. for us. Just that would be like our icebreaker, mm-hmm. you know, but we have Luna and she can yeah. just bark at you and we'll tell her no and <laughs> go outside and yeah. yell at her. Yeah. It's interesting. And even though, you know, we do have a dog, it's sometimes it's like, do, are this person a dog person? Do they like dogs? Do they even give a crap that yeah. there's a dog? But if you have a little baby, that's pretty much universal. Like, yeah, oh, we all started we're going to talk way. about the baby. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it, it's interesting. Yeah. I, we don't really know how to like socialize with, with our, the, the exact demographic of our neighbors right now, mm-hmm. but that is something we're working on. We'll keep you posted for sure. Yeah. So in the meantime, I am trying to be a, uh, come sit with us person myself, even in like uncomfortable situations. If I see a fellow person who's stand standing in the corner, like literally you can tell they're like, where should I stand? Where should I sit? Who should I talk to? I don't know anybody. I'll go up and introduce myself and then we can be awkward together. And then all of a sudden we have a group happily ever after. Amen. Let us pray. (laughs) All right. Gang gang we'll take another commercial break and then we'll wrap this podcast episode up stay above the fold above the fold podcast is sponsored by men's clothing market the place where you can get men's clothing at a market style now gentlemen i know you're listening you ever wondered where you can get a pair of drawers and a nice overhang t-shirt that doesn't make you look like a fool when you're going out and about on the town well, look no further than the men's clothing market. You can also go online and order a nice pair of breeches that has several suspenders and a cold, cold pair of underwear. Join us at Men's Clothing Market today. It's that time of Sorry. night. It's the last peepee of the night. It's the last peepee of the night. It's the last peepee. Luna's standing up and going to the door. Yep, Luna's at the door now. That's the trigger. Should we sing one of our songs? The one, a last peepee? Mm hmm. Last peepee of the night. Last peepee of the last peepee of the night. In honor of the Olympics, 
Olympic fanfare. Um, yeah, those start tomorrow. Oh, I think there's soccer going on right now. I don't know how soccer works. I think there's a FIFA. America. Uh, America. Okay. Well, um, that will do it for us. We're trying to keep these episodes shorter. It's kind of working, also not kind of. But we're going to get better at that. We have to edit them after this, and that takes literally hours. And we have to come up with commercials, which takes more hours. And by the time, like... And we're not doing them very frequently. No, and it's like, if we make them shorter, maybe we'll do them more frequently. Mm -hmm. And I think you'd rather hear more frequent episodes than, like, one long episode every six months. Yeah, one episode, we're we're thinking to do a musical. Yeah. Uh, Let us know if you're interested in that. Thanks for listening. Be sure to find us yeah. at above the full podcast dot or, or uh, what is it called? Above the full podcast. What is our website? Jeez. Above the full podcast dot com. Above the full podcast dot com. Uh, we're on iTunes. We're also on uh, Android uh, or Google Play Store. So uh, no matter your platform, be sure to find us and uh, listen to us. Stay Give us above. five stars. That helps people find us. Sorry, what were you going to say, Bree? I was going to say stay above the fold. <laughs>